Pope Francis has confirmed further restrictions on the traditional Latin Mass, in particular as it relates to parishes. Now, this is a really important update. If you go to a traditional Latin Mass that is in a parish, all right, not a chapel or a school, but if your traditional Latin Mass is hosted in a parish, this is a big deal. I'm just resuming the stream. I lost the stream and I'm back on the stream. Okay, so this rescript was issued yesterday, and I have the tweet here from Ed Penton. And I'm just going to read you what Ed Penton wrote because he is the best source. He says, Pope Francis has confirmed the following restrictions on the traditional Mass in a rescript issued today through Cardinal Arthur Roche. And what this does, there's some canon law here, but bishops were, in a way, doing a workaround with Traditions Custodis. Traditions Custodis was issued in July of 2021. And what we noticed is a lot of bishops were, in a way, ignoring Traditions Custodis. And the way they were doing that is an appeal to Canon 87, which we're going to talk about today. Uh, Canon 87 is a way for the good of souls to... Um, not strictly follow, well, I'll just do it. Let's just look at Canon 87. Here it is on the screen. Canon 87. A diocesan bishop, whenever he judges that it contributes to their spiritual good. Okay, so that's the key here. The bishop can say, well, I've got people, and for their spiritual good, they want the traditional Latin Mass, they want traditional baptism, traditional confirmation. So for their spiritual good, back to Canon 87, is able to dispense the faithful from universal and particular disciplinary laws issued for his territory or his subjects by the supreme authority of the church, that is, the Pope, the Vatican. He is not able to dispense, however, from procedural, procedural or penal laws, nor from those whose dispensation is specially reserved the apostolic see or some other authority. So diocesan bishops... We're using this canon, Canon 87, to say, well, these people want the traditional Latin Mass. Um, the Holy See has these disciplinary measures, but I'm going to dispense of them uh, for the spiritual well-being of my flock, which is pastoral. It's good. I thought, you know, since Vatican II, we want to be pastoral, right? We want to have accompaniment. We want to help people. So they're following 87. Well, in comes this new rescript from Cardinal Roche at the Congregation for Divine Worship. Ed Penton provides an English translation, and I'm going to go over that with you today and hopefully answer some of these questions. So, here it is. And I'm just going to use this translation provided by Ed Penton. And a big thank you to Ed Penton. Everyone follow him on Twitter. He is one of, if not the best uh, sources for things coming out of Rome in the English language. And he's an excellent journalist. Okay, so the rescript and translation from Ed Penton. The Holy Father and the audience granted on February 20th to the undersigned Cardinal Prefect of the Dicastery for Divine Worship and Discipline of the Sacraments confirm the following about the implement implementation of his motu proprio Traditionis Custodis on July 16th, 2021. These are dispensations specially reserved 
to the apostolic see. Now, this is referring back to our controversial canon, canon 87, right? Bishops were saying, okay, well, I'm going to do some dispensation, but if you look at the second sentence here, it says he is not able to dispense, however, from procedural or penal laws, nor from, from those whose dispensation is, here it is, specially reserved the apostolic, uh, apostolic see. So what Cardinal Roche is doing here is he's saying, uh, 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 all you bishops out there using Canon 87, we are now going to trump that with this new rescript and this new clarification. Does that make sense? I know it's canon law and canon law just makes people go to sleep and it's not that interesting, but that is exactly what's going on. Okay. And here are those special dispensations that are reserved to the apostolic seat to Rome. The granting of license to presbyters ordained after the publication of the Moto Proprio Traditionis Custodis to celebrate the 1962 Roman Missal. So let's say you have one of the initial restrictions of Traditionis Custodis is any priest ordained after July 16th, 2021, no Latin Mass. Not allowed. Bishops are saying, well, for the good of souls, I'm going to go ahead and make a dispensation here. And now Cardinal Roche and Pope Francis are saying, nope, you can't do that. Does that make sense? Then it goes on to Claire, should a diocesan bishop have grand dispensations in the cases mentioned above? He, oh, I missed one. I missed the first one. These are dispensations especially reserved uh, for the apostolic seat. The use of a parish church or the erection of a personal parish for the celebration of the Eucharist. Bishops were saying, I'm going to have a dispensation for that. Now they're saying no dispensation. So for priests, new priests saying the traditional mass and for parishes for the traditional Latin mass, no more. And you can't appeal, they're saying, to Canon 87 anymore for that. Then it clarifies, should a diocesan bishop have granted dispensations in the two cases mentioned above, he is obliged to inform the dicastery for divine worship in the, in the discipline of the sacraments, which will evaluate the individual cases. So no grandfathering in of clauses here. In addition, I'm right here. Okay. In addition, the Holy Father confirms, having already expressed his assent in the audience of November 18, 2021, what was established in the responsa ad dubia with the attached explanatory notes of December 4, 2021. As established by Article 7 of the Motu Proprio Traditionis Custodis, the Dicastery for Divine Worship exercises in the above-mentioned cases the authority of the Holy See supervising the observance of the provisions. The Holy Father also ordered that this rescript be published in the official Vatican uh, newspaper and in the official commentary of the Acta Apostolice Sedes. That's like pushing stuff into the magisterial level right there. From the Vatican, February 20, 2023. So what does this mean for us on the ground? Okay, if you are a priest who was ordained after July 16th, is it July 16th? Yes, 2021. And your bishop said, hey, you can say the Latin Mass. It's good. You're cool. Rome is saying, nope, you got to submit that to Rome. We're going to check that out. 
And then also, if you have a parish for the traditional Latin Mass, they're saying, nope, you got to send that into Rome, and we're going to review that. Now, this is all I'm concerned, and other people are concerned. This is all heading to a document rumored to be issued in April or May. A lot of people are saying April 3rd. Why April 3rd? April 3rd is the anniversary of the Novus Ordo Mass of Paul VI. That a document is prepared. Bishops have seen this document. That it's going to really bring down the boom on the traditional Latin Mass. Allegedly, the fraternity of St. Peter will be safe. Presumably, the Institute of Christ the King will see. But those in trouble are the diocesan Latin masses. That's the problem. There's also concern that even in the fraternity of St. Peter, Cardinal Roche is going to take away the other six sacraments. So if you want your baby baptized in the traditional Roman rite, no mas. You want to receive confirmation in the traditional way and get the alapa, no more. Ordinations for the fraternity of St. Peter. Allegedly, they will be no more. There will be novus ordo ordinations. Extreme unction, holy matrimony. You know, I want my son or my daughters married in the traditional way. No mas. And the traditional confession. There is a traditional confession, which is different than the novus ordo. In particular, it requires the removal of excommunication, interdict, and dispensations over the penitent, which is really key, especially in the cases of abortion, of people confessing abortion, which includes with it an automatic excommunication, which has to be removed. In your traditional confession, you're always going to get that. In the Novus Ordo confession, you may or may not get that. And that's a concern as well. So, this is a big deal, and I think we need, to, um, we need to be joyful. We need to be steadfast. We need to be loyal to Holy Mother of the Church, but we also need to be loyal to our liturgical patrimony. All right, so I'm going to open up some questions and comments here. By the way, a happy Lent to all of you. Ash Wednesday, I hope your fast is going well. I hope you are renovated by your fasting, that you are weak in the flesh but strong in the spirit. Hope you got your ashes. I got my ashes, but I washed them off already. Um, that's not because I'm ashamed of them. It's just because I went on a hike and I was all sweaty and I had to take a shower. So they're gone. All right. Q&A. They took you down, just got you back. Yeah, I was. I streamed earlier, and then I lost the stream, and I'm back. So if you're on that original stream, welcome back. All right, Doctor Sauce says, and all the if all the churches have a Latin Mass, what is the Pope going to do? Close all the churches? I find it difficult to believe Christ would want it this way. Yeah, I mean this is interesting because Pope Francis has been saying we shouldn't be rigid, we shouldn't be legalistic. Um, you know, it's about the gospel, it's not about canon law, and yet we're getting all of this canon law restricting us. We're not wanting to disobey, we're not wanting to enter into schism, we're not wanting heresy. 
we want to be faithful to Jesus Christ and we want to follow the traditional Roman patrimony. There's no sin here. There's no disobedience. There's no schism. Um, it's people, you and me, like me, seeking Jesus Christ. Praying our rosaries, praying for the Pope. For the, I just prayed a uh, rosary with a group. Prayed for, I prayed for the intentions of the Holy Father. This is what we're doing. So I don't understand why it's being punished. I mean, what about mercy? What about accompaniment? Why, why, why? You know, it's just, it's just difficult. Donald, does this go in effect immediately? Yes, it goes into effect immediately. Good question. This would cause a split in the church. Yes, but there's already a split in the church, isn't there? There's already that there. No one wants it. We want to be united. But these kind of things divide us. Why can't we just continue with what Pope Benedict said? There was peace. There was harmony. There was growth. There was brotherly love. These restrictions are causing disharmony. We had a solution. Yes, it is sad. Uh, why don't you recognize there is no Pope in Rome now? Because I'm a layman and I go with what the Diocese of Rome says. The Cardinals of Rome tell me there is a Pope. His name is Pope Francis. That's what I go off of. I'm reading through the questions here. And by the way, we can talk about Lent too and fasting if you like. Uh, I just got here Moda Proprio 2.0. It's not a Moda Proprio, it's a rescript. Uh, it's a clarification on the Moda Proprio. Dr. Marshall, you should come to Steubenville. I've been to Steubenville many times. Many, many years ago, I even gave a, um, a little conference on the traditional Latin Mass at Steubenville. That was maybe 10 years ago. I'd come to Steubenville. I just need to be invited. I'm looking through your comments here. Um, Dr. Marshall, it's funny because we see here... See nowhere the restriction of the pre-55 missile, if specifically says 1962 missile, loophole, question mark, question mark, question mark. Interesting, interesting. I think the presumption here is all the Ecclesia Dei bodies like Fraternity of St. Peter were set up with specific language of the books of 1962. So I think it's just presuming and building upon previous legislation, but it is an interesting loophole. Olivia, will you attend Novus Ordo exclusively if, if you lose the traditional Latin Mass? No, I will not. I will not. Good question, though, but I won't. Because I don't, I understand researching, I could be wrong, maybe 
someone needs to teach me, but I understand that the traditional Latin Mass and the Roman patrimony cannot be abrogated. It cannot be abrogated. It's impossible. What will this mean for the fraternity of St. Peter? I think this right here, today's or yesterday's rescript, it, I don't, it doesn't affect the fraternity of St. Peter. The fraternity of St. Peter do have parishes, but they're not in the diocesan structure. Now, what does this mean for the erection of new parishes for the fraternity of St. Peter? As I understand it, it wouldn't prevent that, but I could maybe see, maybe it could affect that. We'll have to wait and see if another document comes out. But I don't think anything here today affects the fraternity of St. Peter. This is referring to diocesan parishes with the traditional Latin Mass. That's a good question. I'm glad we clarified that. Does the Pope want Catholics to leave the church? I don't think he does. I think what he wants is everything to be Novus Ordo, 100% across the board. He doesn't want there to be any more traditional Latin Mass. The, the revolution of the Second Vatican Council, in his mind, I think, um, will only be complete when the traditional Latin Mass, the traditional bravery, the traditional exorcisms, the traditional everything, the traditional uh, rituale, the pontificale, all the books, those are all gone. And everything is new. He just wants us to, to move on with everything new, which I, I don't want to do. Dr. Marshall, do you think it's cheating to eat one large meal when fasting anaconda uh, method? Well, if you eat a meal, you're not fasting. Fasting is not eating food. So as soon as you eat food, you're not fasting. That's why when you eat the first meal of the day and you break your fast, it's called breakfast. Breakfast means break fast. Um, so technically, if you're fasting, you, you're not eating at all. Maybe I misunderstand your question. I'll take a couple more questions here. Does the Pope have the authority to do this? He did change the catechism on the death penalty, but yeah, again, I just I, I respectfully disagree with him that you can't change the teaching on the death penalty. It's faith and morals. You can't do that. I feel like I'm back in 1980 with Michael Davies. I agree. I agree. Why has no reporter ever asked Pope Francis why he's against the traditional Latin Mass? Um, I think he's answered that. I think Pope Francis has answered that. He doesn't want rigidity. He believes that the Second Vatican Council calls for a new Mass. And therefore, if you're not doing the new Mass, you are bad. You're not with the flow of the Holy Spirit. And if you're not with the flow of the Holy Spirit, you're not with God. So in order to get everyone with the flow of the Holy Spirit, they all need to be going to Novus Ordo liturgy. That is, I think, a belief of a lot of priests, bishops, cardinals, maybe even this Pope, to be in union with the will of God is to attend the Novus Ordo. And with that belief is 
the traditional Latin mass was deficient, which I don't believe. I don't see how you can say the mass of the ages that was celebrated by Pius X and attended by St. Uh, Therese, the Little Flower, and Thomas Aquinas, and Bonaventure, and St. Teresa of Avila, and the mass that nourished the sanctity of all these great people, how can you say it was deficient and now the Holy Spirit wants us to do Novus Ordo with communion in the hand and lay Eucharistic ministers and lay readers and altar girls and prayers of the faithful that are created on the spot and many options for Eucharistic prayers and penitential rites and Eucharistic acclamations and all these things. How you can say the Holy Spirit used to like this and now the Holy Spirit now wants this. My position is the Holy Spirit never changes. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Heading back into the Q&A right now. Teresa, I recognize the true Mass by its fruits. Fair enough. Agree with you. Fair enough. Going through here. Some of the questions and comments I can't share, so I'm just kind of going through. I like this one, Archer. We're being admonished, that's why. Yeah, we are. We're being admonished. Mary says, so he's being rigid about no rigidity. That makes sense? Question mark. Agree. You know, how can you say the traditional Latin Mass and traditionalists are rigid and so we're just going a death of a thousand cuts with canon law to stop the rigidity? This is one of the reasons why Traditionus Custodis was not popular with the bishops and was not popular with the press. All the talk of mercy and being against rigidity in legalism and canon law, all that talk was undercut by the very fact that in order to kill off rigidity and traditionalism and backwardism, we're going to have to attack it full on with rigidity, canon law, etc. I mean, even secular reporting did not present Traditionus Custodis in a good light. It looks like a pope persecuting a religious group. And that's part of the problem. Is it not? Is it not? Do you agree? If you're not in the live chat or you're watching this at a later time, please leave a comment below. Uh, I'd love to read your comment. I want, to, I want to get the people's pulse on this. And also, while we're at it, like the video, share it on Facebook, and subscribe if you haven't subscribed already. Paul said, I read your book, Antichrist. Awesome. Thank you so much. 
Um, do you believe the Antichrist comes before or after the era of peace? He become he comes. Well, it depends by what you mean by the era of peace. Do you mean the time after the the holy monarch and the holy pope, or do you mean a shorter period um, after the Antichrist is slain? It depends on what you mean by era of peace. There. All that, by the way, is covered in my book Antichrist and Apocalypse, which is my latest book. Would you attend Eastern Catholic Divine Liturgy if TLM is gone? Absolutely, yes, I would. But I'm a Roman. I'm a Roman Catholic. I'm in the Roman patrimony. I'm in the Roman rite. So I want to worship in the Roman rite. I want my kids to be married in the Roman rite. And I want my grandkids to be baptized in the Roman rite. I want to experience the Roman rite. As Catholics have experienced it for over a thousand years. That's the traditional Latin Mass and the traditional sacraments. Yes, in an emergency, I will go to the Eastern Rites, but I want to fight for my own Roman tradition, patrimony, right. Does that make sense? So it's going to the Eastern Rites is a short-term solution, but it doesn't solve the problem. And I don't ever want us to get, we as Roman Rite Catholics, or we'll just go over to the Eastern Catholics. No, we have to preserve... The Roman Rite. But yes, I love the, the liturgy of St. John Chrysostom. It's beautiful. It's glorious. I love it. It's great. I, I, I think it's fantastic. But I'm a Roman Rite Catholic. Abby says that Roman culture is obviously great and ought to be fought for. I agree. I agree. Good guy says the SSPX numbers... SSPX will blow up in numbers. I agree. SSP, if this happens, the SSPX is going to grow by 10x for sure. Momentum says, after reading Infiltration, it all makes sense. You should definitely write Infiltration Part 2. True enough. True enough. All right. Well, I have to head to a conference, but I will be back here on YouTube in about an hour with Jesse Romero. You love Jesse. I love Jesse. We're going to give you hope. We're going to give you encouragement. We're going to talk about all the crazy stuff in the world, but we're going to refocus everything back on the gospel and the message of Fatima. And we know that people are stressed out and discouraged over the government, um, over world affairs, over things in the church, over the Latin Mass, all these things. We're going to address that, but we're going to also talk about why you need hope, why you need joy. So if you're interested in that, hang around here. We'll be back in about an hour and five or ten minutes. Jesse Romero and I will be live. And um, we just want to do an Ash Wednesday message of hope. So like this video, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell. You'll be notified when we go live in an hour. Jesse Romero and myself. Okay, so happy Ash Wednesday. Happy Lent. And uh, join us back here in one hour. I'll close this in a prayer. We'll pray a Hail Mary. Nomine Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in molieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostre. Amen. Nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti.
Amen. All right, friends, thanks for watching. Remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. Be back here in an hour with Jesse Romero. Message of hope for Ash Wednesday.